Have you wondered about living elsewhere after you retire? Well, we have, almost daily. As you know, it's not an overnight decision. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about places to consider living in during your retirement. We started this show for selfish reasons, because we will be retiring in the next few years, but we're not sure where. Then a light bulb went off in Jean's head. What are others doing? With so many baby boomers retiring, there must be many relocating. So we decided, let's connect with them and pick their brains. But first, a little background. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney and practicing higher ed law at a college who loves working with students, faculty, and staff. I am not Asian. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I am a law librarian working in a court who loves his job. We've lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, New York for many years and have been thinking about our future home. So we'll be speaking to folks from around the country and now around the world who have moved to venues of their dreams and more. And we will share their stories and we will share their intimate secrets. No. I'm just kidding, Jean. But we will provide information that you may not find anywhere else. So stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Retire There. Today, we meet with Brian and Kimberly Harris, who moved from the Bronx to Wilmington, Delaware. Wilmington is known as the corporate capital of America, with the largest downtown in the state of Delaware. Now, why do so many companies incorporate in Delaware, Jean? Taxes. The state does not impose income tax on corporations registered in the state which don't do business in the state. How convenient is that? And guess what, folks? Social Security income is also not taxed in Delaware. According to Zillow, prices have increased by 14.2% as of May 2021 in Wilmington, making the medium home price $257,000. You know, we know that with the pandemic, everyone's moving out of these, you know, crowded places and prices are just skyrocketing everywhere. It's probably higher than that, right? Yeah. Aside from money talk, which is a key to selecting your future home, folks, Wilmington is a college town and the city is revamping the riverfront area with shops and apartments. Wilmington has nine historic districts and over 55 parks, and it's a little above average in the walkability rating. So that's good for us, folks. Here's a little background about our guests. Brian Harris is better known as Bronx hitman DJ Rivs. Brian was born in the Bronx and educated in the New York City public school system. He has worked for the city of New York for the last 38 years. Wow. And plans to retire within the next few years. That's what they all say, Gil. I know. We'll see. When Brian is not working for the city, he is immersed in his music business. Brian founded Unlimited Sounds with the late Gregory Clark, also known as DJ Cheese in the Bronx. This venture began when the city was in a big musical transition. A new form of music, disco, R&B, and b-boy music was on the rise. Wow, disco was my thing. Still is. (laughs) Brian has DJed alongside some of New York's top elite DJs. His musical knowledge is diverse. His music library is composed of music from the 1930s to today's music in most genres. Over his 44 years in and around the DJ game, he has developed many skills, including mixing, blending, cutting, scratching, sound on sound, and remixing. Brian says, 
the music soothes the savage beast. He says his style of music feeds the hunger in your ears. He has worked for a variety of promoters, corporations, and organizations, including WBB Radio, alongside hip-hop legends DJ Hollywood and DJ Johnny G. He has been on 98.6 WDIP and Fever 101.5 internet radio stations with Bobby Keys and DJ Johnny G. DJ Rivs is still affiliated with DJ Hollywood, a pioneer in the world of club DJing and the father of the hip-hop style. That's amazing, Brian. What a background. Kimberly June Evans Harris, better known as K-June, was born in the Bronx, New York, and educated in the public school systems of New York, Queens, the Bronx, and Westchester County. She has an associate degree from Taylor Business Institute, dual bachelor degrees from St. John's University, a triple master's from Wilmington University, and a doctorate from Walden University. Shall we address you as Dr. K. June, perhaps? Maybe Dr. K.J.? Okay. She served in the U.S. Army and then worked for the New York State court system as a law stenographer, senior secretary to justices, and staff investigator for the Departmental Disciplinary Committee until she retired a few years ago. Did K.June really retire? She's still self-employed with several businesses, including K&B Investors, which was founded by the couple. It provides entrepreneurial and financial awareness. KBI, basket cases, which offer unique gift baskets for men, women, and children. KBI, lawfully yours, which provides assistance to small law firms and pro se litigants at minimal cost. Our Family, a nonprofit organization which takes in children who've been neglected, abused, have no chance of getting reunited with family. That one is so near and dear to my heart. And of course, KBI Unlimited Sounds, which was originally founded by Brian, and as we know, provides musical entertainment for parties and events with music from the 30s to the present. Man, you guys are busy, busy bees. When did you find time to move? So, Brian K. June, welcome to the show. Why Wilmington and how did you get there? I come from an extremely large family. I came here because they're not. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Good one. Sounds like you, Bill. (laughs) But we also, you know, it was, um, it's easy to get back home, meaning New York, if they, if the family needs us Mm. and we can still be here peaceful, we can make our noise in New York and come home. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. Okay. Did you guys consider other places or what, how did you get drawn there? I know you, you went to school there, but. We did. Um. We, I initially moved to Virginia. Ah. Wasn't for me. I said I wanted to come back toward home, but I didn't want to come home. We checked it out and we learned about the taxes and a lot of other, you know, really beneficial things. And here we are. Yeah. Um, I came down when she first came in to pay a visit and I loved it. I loved it at the time. My father was sick, so I couldn't really stray that far from New York. Mm-hmm. But I still had an opportunity to get away and I could still get back in case of an emergency. But when I came down here, it reminded me of my childhood where I grew up, where it was homes. It wasn't to the point where overcrowding. Mm. I like that open space, that peace of mind. I grew up with that. And that's a childhood love I've always had. But when I came down and she showed me around, I was smitten. I was done. It's like I was the guinea pig. So I (laughs) I had to check it out and, you know, do all of the 
investigation type things. One of the things that we thought would be um, helpful is that we did explore before we decided to really buy into where we were. Tell us what that involved for those of us who are just thinking about moving somewhere. What what does that entail? What you want to um, look about the neighborhoods, see how they operate. You want to the school, the taxes Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. Um, You want to learn about the the various laws that would affect your day to day life. Right. Mm -hmm. And and how that state perceives it and, uh, you know, enforces it opposed Mm -hmm. to what you're used to. You know, they say when in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's and, one of those issues. And you'd find a real estate agent. If you find one, don't want to show you the place at night. That's a place you don't want to move to. <laughs> oh, indeed. oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. That's a good point. <laughs> because not, day life is day life. Night life is a different animal, you know. So but we, we were fortunate to not go through that. We, no, found- we had some tough old birds. And sadly, one of our real estate agents uh, agent passed on. But oh. the wife is still uh, alive and, and, and doing things. And. She was actually the head of her realty firm. Yeah. They took us everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Oh, wow. I can't, I can't even to begin to tell you the places I've been to. There was another place that we had gotten to a little bit late and that I've been kicking myself for the last 15 years. Oh, 2020? Uh, <laughs> I know I've been kicking myself because the one, the, the new houses they built over by the Target place. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The houses were going yes. for, at that time, 300-ish. About a month after we discovered we were too late to try to get the house, the houses doubled in uh, price. Oh, my goodness. $750,000. Some of those houses, million-dollar homes, they're yeah. huge. I, I'm just like, ugh. Wow. <laughs> got on the bottom floor and got one of those. I, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, so what did you... And, and you're in North, Del- North Wilmington? Yes. And that's like the suburb. Right? Is that correct? It's, it's, correct. it's suburbanish. Have you been familiar with like um, Mount Vernon or sure, Yonker? sure, sure? You know, way back in the day when it was like really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like that for us when we got here. It's like part. Right. There's some parts of Queens that can resemble Delaware, like yeah. the Rosedale section. Yeah. Queens, Rosedale section. Oh, sure. Some sure. areas of Jamaica, Jamaica states around those areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys wind up with? A single family or what? We have a split level mm. um, single family home. Currently, we're sitting in the the, the, the lowest level. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the studio. Um, we have a enclosed back patio, a huge yard. We did put a pool in there. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> it's four bedrooms. Wow. But because I'm beckoning on some other things, we are looking to buy something larger. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't okay. think we're going to give this up, though. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, the housing prices have gone up a lot there, right? right. Well, it has with the pandemic. They're Price. starting to, to rise a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like on new constructs. Well, the new constructions will, the taxes will be based on new construction. The old homes are based on an old rule. I believe I was telling you, Gene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Explain that. Have, well, I think anything prior to 1973, 74, the taxes stayed at that rate then. Anything that's a new construct after, gets affected with the new tax prices, that still vary up and down. Yeah. Wow. So if you buy a new construction, you pay a lot more than you buy for a house Absolutely. before 1973. Absolutely. Or whatever. The house we had, we're in, was built in 1954. No. No? One. <laughs> 51. 
I gave the house three years credit. Okay. I love it. I love 51. it. 51. Okay. 51. It's a sturdy house. It's good build. Mm-hmm. It's really decent. We're doing some we're doing some work tweaking it. You know, just and, and since the pandemic, a lot of people have altered their homes so they can have staycations and yeah. 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 turn their backyards into the paradise they always wanted. <laughs> That's what I'm working on. Have I you ever it. seen um the karate kid? Yes. Okay, you saw how Mr. Miyagi had the backyard built and how oh. beautiful it was. Yes. And I've always wanted backyard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we're working on that. I, mean, I For me, I don't like oh. the grass too much. I mean, we're from yeah. the city. So, so yeah. yeah, we're concrete, too. We live in Brooklyn. We have Pennsylvania bluestone in the backyard. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah, we're, but you know what? We have we, a tiny backyard, though. We never use the backyard because I hate mosquitoes and with the rain and stuff, we've, yeah. we've yeah. had a lot of mosquitoes. So, yeah. So tell us, um, the backyard is pretty big. Brian would always, you know, mow the lawn and such. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Needless to say, I felt bad. And I'm like, I I, I don't do bugs. Mm. A bug goes on me and I just absolutely lose my mind. If we <laughs> oh. were in a smackdown argument and oh. I saw a bug, I'd be like, baby, I'm so sorry. Can you get that bug? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like him. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, this one day he's back there and he make it look so easy and I'm feeling guilty. Like, let me go out and try to help him. So I put on these thigh high boots and oh. these long gloves and I'm going to go outside <laughs> to help him. She looked like a beekeeper. Someone said, look out of the, the dining room window. Look out the dining room window and he's walking and then all of a sudden something hit him. Bow! Right in the chest. And he lets go of the, the lawnmower. So it's going this way and he's jumping up and down <laughs> going, going the other way. I closed the door and I she said, I think block. I'll just make lunch <laughs> she, she put the blinds now what happened was that out here we not like the city most bugs from new york city would not survive out here <laughs> would not they don't have a chance <laughs> what hit me was a cicada that was flying by and they usually come here around the end of june beginning of july we get them and they're huge gene that's why i got shot Bill G. I thought, I thought somebody shot. Oh, somebody shot yeah, okay. <laughs> this big. I said, oh my God, I got shot. I got shot my back. I got to tell you, my thing are yeah, ants. God. We get ants in the house and I had I had to get rid of 35 plants, which I've been obsessed with plants the last like five years. Mm-hmm. Got rid of them because, you know, we were doing this podcast and it started really taking over our lives. And I said, look, I love plants, but I hate ants more. And we had a bit of an infestation. We got rid of all the plants and i said you know what we're going to retire and move eventually anyway i'll start the plant collection then yeah you know because so. we, we had an ant problem here at one oh. found this uh stuff from a home depot out here tarot i have it's like it's like golden like nuggets you put it down and they take it back to the oh. habit i since i used it <laughs> i have not seen i've seen a straight ant here and there but I put it down every spring on my back door. So when they go in, that's the first thing they meet. They take it back. Yeah, we also use tarot. It works. Not, not, it works. To, not to go off topic, but these tarot yeah. little things, the ants go in and they take it back to the queen. And then they come back, take some more to the queen. And I've seen it happen once. It was the most shocking revelation. And I so I swore to it. And now we've got a few tarots by the window. We'll see what happens. Wonderful. Okay, okay. <laughs> So okay. tell us, is your neighborhood, do you need a car or is it walkable to the stores? There are a few stores nearby, but it's better if you have a car. Okay. So you get into these stores, you always end up coming out with much more than what you anticipate. <laughs> and it being okay. tax-free. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. So you have a little bit extra. It kind of amazes you in the beginning. You get used to it. And then when you go someplace else, like 
if we came home and I bought the same candy bar or bottle of milk or whatever, and they say, oh, a dollar ninety nine, and then they give you back ninety two cents, and I'm like, well, you said it was a dollar ninety nine. What happened? And then it's like taxes. I'd be like, oh, chop here no more. She's gotten used <laughs> to paying no taxes out here. Me wow. too. That yeah. Oh wow. I'm not buying New York anymore. Can you talk to us about the cost of living in general? Do you have you noticed um, a big change from the Bronx, you know, just from New York in general? Oh, absolutely. Initially, when we moved out here, we had a what they called a two and a half bedroom apartment. And that's kind of like having a, a, a den inside the biggest bedroom. And you literally can fit all types of furniture over there and make it look nice like a nice sitting room or something like that. And when we originally bought, uh, well, we didn't buy it, but when we rented that, it was like $700 a month. Wow. wow. <laughs> but you're talking like maybe 20 years now. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm not sure what the price has gone up to, but I believe that they're about $900 now. More or less. Something like that. And yeah. some wow. income base, like in New York, if you make a certain yeah. income, you meet the criteria, you can um, obtain the up. Uh, we yeah. never had the pleasure of that, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seemed like we always made just a little too much. Right. <laughs> How's the health care there? Is it comparable to New York? Can you can you find good doctors? I wouldn't say it's comparable to New York, but I will say they do have good doctors. That kind of hits home. Um, like they say, the paralegal is as good as the lawyer. You know, mm-hmm. like you can trust the firm as good as, you know. Sure. Some of the doctors or I will say the nurses. And I know that all of these guys, you know, they're like heroes without a cape. Unfortunately, we came across a a hero whose cape was not good. We have our youngest daughter. She's uh, 27 years old now. She was 18, two weeks from her 19th birthday. We took her to the uh, children's hospital emergency room. She died and it took them 25 minutes to revive her. She had a severe asthma attack. Despite my daughter trying to tell the woman that she had already taken the necessary medicines, she didn't listen to her and she made her OD to cardiac arrest. She died and it took them 25 minutes to revive her. And today she's 27 years old. She has 40% brain damage. She's not able to walk. She has a hard time using her hands because they're kind of contracted. You know how when a person has a stroke, so okay, so her hands are kind of contracted, oh. but she will sit there and have you laugh and you will forget about the fact that she has 40% brain damage. Mm. She's absolutely amazing. She's a miracle. Very smart. She's just not able to get up and walk like we can. She's not able to use her hands and uh, move her arms the way we do. Oh. She can tell you what she wants and what she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so much so she now has her own little business. Oh, how she <laughs> she has a, a perfume business, which we'll mention if we have extra time in a bit. Yeah. With regard to the doctors, like I said, you know, some sometimes you end up with a bad person on the staff. I thought that the doctors mm-hmm. so far have been pretty good. It's just sometimes I see that the nurses are not holding up to the standards that we grew up with. You know, they did it because it was compassion. It was, you know, that fire. The bedside bedside manner and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. Not today. Today, they're more or less for the paycheck. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a generational thing. You can find that in any aspect of a job field where you're going to find people lacking when they work. Of course. Generally, I would say the doctors are pretty good. Okay. And in terms of, you know, making appointments and all that, I don't see it as being that different from New York, I guess, so long as you're organized with the timing and right, you can find doctors. Actually, I think you get an appointment faster than you do in New York. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I believe it. And, yeah. Uh, in the state of Delaware, <laughs> you go in to get your driver's license, you walk yeah. out with your driver's license. <laughs> and you don't pay astronomical prices for your license like no, you're doing. Not at, New all. York. Yeah. not at all. Not at all. Um, yeah. The testing is uh, a little bit different. Hmm. Um, it, it does comprise a lot of the same components. The way they handle it is is totally different. The line does not go around the building. You don't have to <laughs> uh, um, put it for vacation time to get your license. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, so why don't you tell us about your daughter's perfume line? Uh, what's the name of it and how do you get it? Fragrances by Ari Kay. We haven't done a website for her yet. Uh, her ideology was, I can't do what everybody else can do, but God still gave me a sense of smell. And oh. she loves perfumes. So she said, oh I want to make my own. She did. She has two perfumes, one mist and one cologne at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has her signature, which is called Aradice. Her name Ariel. So we put a play on words. Actually, it was Daddy Dearest here. <laughs> and my daughter, who put the play on words and, and came up with Aradice. And then she came up with Isla Tropical, oh. which is like a, a really fruity scent, which I love. Oh. She came out with um, Isla Tropical, the mist. So you can spray it in your room. The house. Yeah. 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 Use it as a, in, in, in a your diffuser, car. In your car diffuser. Yes. It's multi purpose. Oh. oh. Smells so good, and it lasts. For wow! A Listen to a right. man talk about it diffuses <laughs> in a car in a room. <laughs> you go, Dad. <laughs> he sprayed it in his car. Of course, he did. Asked it for like five days. <gasps> oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. I was We're gonna have to wow. check it out. We're gonna have to check it out. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, the male cologne. Yeah, this was okay. near and dear to our hearts. She made a male cologne uh, after our son who passed away in 2019. Oh, oh my goodness! He was supposed to go with us to her chemist to make the perf- to, to make the cologne, and we had no idea that that he was uh, as sick as he he was. He had. Um, High blood pressure yeah. issues. He was a healthy specimen. He and, went to the I mean, gym. I mean, look at him, you would never know. You would never know. He he had a, a muscular build. Guy was big. He worked four jobs. Went to the gym every day. The only thing that he was concerned with was our grandsons, his sons. Um, he loved his sister. So she could text him at one o'clock in the morning if she wanted to. And he would respond. Unfortunately, in November of 2019, he didn't. He stopped responding to everybody. I, I kicked myself because we were supposed to go and measure the, the boys' rooms mm-hmm. because we was going to do a big uh, makeover for their rooms for Christmas. And uh, I didn't go. I figured he would be tired. He drove. He was a geek for Best Buy. He drove Uber and he drove um, Lyft mm-hmm. oh, and he was a chef. So he was always doing something. So how he found time to go to the gym every day beyond us yeah. is beyond me but mm-hmm. anything and everything he did was you know for his little sister and his sons well on the 23rd that was the 22nd of uh november the 23rd we went and unfortunately we found him dead on his couch in his living room oh, he was goodness. was making uh some new recipes for thanksgiving, for thanksgiving dinner and they were still on the stove cooking. Oh, no. Um, the fire was down low. So I guess he was just like trying Simmering. to simmer. Yeah. We just finished helping him do the makeover to his uh, townhouse. Yeah. His, his living room. We had um, helped him with getting some things. And it's like my heart stopped in a moment of time. And so we try real hard to uh, keep our heads up in an effort to keep it on everybody's minds and hearts. Ariel named her 
Cologne Dante, and she patterned it after the types of things that she knew he liked. And everybody seems to love Dante, the perfumes. I mean, the cologne. Yeah, she's she's got a big heart. Oh, my God. We are so sorry for your loss. You are good. And we are um, we miss him dearly. Oh, but we try to stay strong. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been two years yet, but yeah, uh, we we try. We we have our moments where we definitely fall down mm-hmm. like every time he goes to barbecue mm. yeah uh, and you think he's always there helping me mm-hmm. he's there pulling trial foods i tell him try this mm-hmm. try that he'll run back and try it he'll bring something over he wants me to try and he was a pleasure because when i was in when i'm up at work he checks on them during the, the week oh my oh, god lord and how old was he? He was 37 years old. When oh. He died. oh, my goodness. Oh my God. If he had so lived young. 39 in July. Yeah. But, so, um, so sorry. His oldest son uh, is going to be 18 in August. His wow. youngest son will be 11? 12. 12. Mm-hmm. 12 in August. In August. Like six years apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we miss him. We love him. We keep him in our heart. Whenever we're going to embark on something, we would always get him. He actually helped us with the name Basket Cases. that's a good one yeah yeah great one he coined the name and we stuck with it um but yeah so we we try to stay stronger and we try to keep going Mm -hmm. um it's unfortunate a lot of people will drop the ball after they take a major loss that's not the way to go because it's so hard sad as as hard and as sad as it is to say you got to keep going they are going but you got to keep going with whatever it is they gave you in life yeah it's like when i look at that and your family, it's like your family's in the baton race of life. One of your family members drops. You have to pick up the baton mm. yeah. and keep running and with keep it. running for the family. You, you have, have to keep to. doing it. You have to do that. You definitely have to do that. I've so. been doing that in my family. I've lost all four. I only have a surviving by my, me and my sister, only ones that survive out of family of six. Oh, my goodness. My brother died in 87. My sister and my mother died in 2016. My father died in 2006. And it's just my sister and I, but I thank God and I thank them, mm-hmm. the teachings that they gave, that yeah. they gave, because I don't want to get off topic too much about life and family, but oh. I always look at the knowledge you bestow to your children. It's like the book of life, whether it's your child, child or anyone. your niece or nephew, your grandchildren, mm-hmm. anyone, but they look at your book of life. Your book of life is the way you act, the things you do, the things you say, and w- the sincerity that you do all of these things with. So if you're guideline. a madman, mm-hmm. you expect the kid to be. Right. Oh, read anything in the absolutely. Book, they have nothing to read from. If you That's don't right. show them anything, they have nothing in that book to read to follow. And yeah. that goes hand in hand with us with the with the um, it could be your the sibling, the 501c that goes hand in hand with that. Oh, oh yeah. OK. Our family. OK. Yeah. Yeah. We try to be as not only do we try to treat people the way we want to be treated, mm-hmm. but we also try to show them how to treat each other and themselves. Yes. Of course. Best place. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's what we've tried to part to our, our child. We have one because I come from, I'm the oldest of seven. Wow. And yeah, I was there, you know, they were immigrants and took care of my mother's parents, my father's parents, my mother and father. And then they passed away, both of them. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And Jean's mom and dad. 
passed away. I'm so sorry. And yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. So, um, you're right. You have to pick up and, and keep going. Okay. I, I want to stop. You need a go-to aunt. You might <laughs> be a go-to mom. You, you never know. Who yeah. And all yeah. the kindness that we bestow. And now hold on to your chair when I tell you this, because I don't mm-hmm. want you to fall out of it. Okay? Mm-hmm. My parents had 39 children. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Fall off your chair. <laughs> <laughs> when did they start? <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> but, I mean, I have a, a complicated type of family, but I'm not going through the details. But when we sit down face to face, then I can give you all of the other yeah. stuff. There was 39 of us. Now there's like 34, maybe 35 five of us. Wow. That's still um, you, you get some good and you get some bad. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. You get some enjoyable moments in life. Not so enjoyable moments. Absolutely. You know? So yeah. and it's, there's ups and downs in everything personally or business. All right. Yeah. We will continue this conversation when we're in Wilmington. Okay. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Okay, getting back, getting back to Wilmington, and and not and no disrespect intended. Let's let's go to a lighter topic. Where is the nearest airport? Philadelphia. And how far is that? Thirty minutes. Oh, that's it. Mileage, mileage like twenty-two miles. Oh, oh wow. nice. And that is one have- international airport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then we have a smaller, a smaller airport, airport in Newcastle, in, Newcastle, Newcastle Delaware. We, we're in Newcastle County. Wilmington is considered to be inside of Newcastle County. Okay. So there's a little airport there. I guess they mostly would ship cargo, but they also will ship like the president. Oh. <laughs> that's actually. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's the airport that was named after his son, Bobby. Oh, yeah. oh gotcha. Nice. Okay. It's right, okay. It's right in the area where we go shopping. Wow. There's, oh. there's a mall down there. It's called the Newcastle County Airport, which is for the Air National Guard. Right. Okay. Right. I'm I'm just curious. Do you live near the president? Yeah, Actually, six minutes away. Six minutes away. Wow. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Actually, we'll tell you a story. Uh, we met them about 16 years ago. Yeah. Uh, we met the president and his son, Bo Biden. Oh, Bo. And we were in Claymont by a school at the time called uh, Dolly Elementary Dolly School. Dolly Elementary, yeah. And we were standing out and talking to him. And I shook his hand and I told him, I, I told him, I said, you're going to be president one day. And <gasps> no, you didn't. He, I, <laughs> she did. Did. I, I shook his hand and I told him, you're going to be president one day. Oh. And he looked and he chuckled. He, really sweet guy. Yeah. Really yeah. sweet guy. Nice yeah. guy. He shook yeah. my hand and he just chuckled. And he's like. That's when he was still a senator when we met him. Yeah. 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 Lo and behold. I have a message for him. It's for his ears only. Uh-huh. So I'm waiting to see him. Now, the other ironic thing is my youngest daughter that's um, sick, his wife, Jill, Dr. Jill, taught in the high school that she went to. Oh, oh wow. Nice. What a connection. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a small world, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting to be able to have that moment where I can shake his hand one more time. Oh, man. Give him the message that I was supposed to give him. Yes. Yeah, yes. Apparently, your friendly Gil's sister, Gina, who <laughs> lives who lives in Pennsylvania, but near you, saw him in the at Target, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he, when oh, he yeah. Was senator, and he took a picture with and her. And he took a picture with her. He's smiling, <laughs> friendly. He seems that, so that genuine. That was after he was vice president. Yes. Oh, right, right. After he was vice president. He is. He is. He's a very nice guy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Down to the Dick Sporting Goods, we have an area called 202. We have a big shopping area, Target. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he goes in there. They saw him. I missed him by about 10 minutes. They said, Oh, <laughs> said, Joe Biden was just here, bought a fishing pole for his grandson. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. He still does. I mean, he's still the, the regular guy, yeah. you know, yeah. lives next door. This is a sort of a funny question. Can you get New York or good pizza down there? 
Oh, well, we can gee. get decent pizza, mm. <laughs> but you the know, pizza wars. That's yeah. one of the things why we want to stay close to home. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to drive 128 miles to get a good slice of pizza. Oh, especially in the Bronx. You oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I would go to my, I have a few favorite favorite spots, but pizza here, come see, come saw. We have. We have a couple of places that are reasonable. We have uh-huh. the Domino's. We have. No, the, no, 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 no. <laughs> look at the looks you just gave them. There's a place called Hotspot. Um, I think that they are the closest to. Uh, New York. I got to tell you, we interviewed um, a woman who moved to Sicily, Italy. And we and of course, Jean, who loves pizza, asks her, can you get good pizza? No, 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 it's it's the the Sicilian pizza the same as it is in the States. And she said, she said, what are you talking about? I've never seen a square. (laughs) Uh, What you know, what what's a square? (laughs) And we were like, well, aren't they called or, 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 you know, Jean goes, well, maybe they're rectangular. She goes, no, 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 no. Everything is round. <laughs> and she says, and we don't we don't have Sicilian pizza unless you're saying pizza made in Sicily. So then I was so stunned because we know of some really good pizza places by us because we're like in also we're, we're in, Brooklyn, we're in Bay yeah. Ridge. So it's like pizza capital right next door to us. And there's one place that is unbelievable. L and B. Shout out. And they make uh-huh. and they're Sicilians. They're Sicilians and they make Sicilian pie, which is so after the show, long story short, I Googled, I think what they call it there is focaccia. You know, that thick, oh, okay. the bread. I was told that um they don't do it the same way in Italy as they do in America. Right, yeah, that's yeah. true. In, in Italy, you have to eat it with a knife and a fork. Yeah. Whereas we we got the slice and we mm, mm. Mm, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. no one's got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> is there any other food from New York that you miss that you miss in uh, Delaware? Yeah, is the food diverse around there? It's diverse, but it don't have a white castles. You know every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. a funny story. It's funny you can't there's nothing like White Castle. Oh. Nothing. You have to go to White Castle if you want White Castle. And you nothing can't get like the White it. Castle in Target. It just doesn't taste the same. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the frozen ones, yeah. You're so funny because prior to this podcast we're doing, I brought home a suitcase. Yeah. For the White Castle? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I went to, when I was in college upstate, <laughs> I brought everybody White Castle. I bought a big bag of White Castle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like okay. it. I, 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 I there's got to be like diverse foods for like um, Chinese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, have everything. Yeah. We have okay, everything. That, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah, they're, we they're, have diverse. We um, have a lot of restaurants. I have a, to a tell you, the best stuff. Chinese food store that they had here was over on Marsh Road. Oh, um, they loved closed. Them so much is like I would go there like every other day. They had the oh. buffet style. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, oh there you the go. buffet. Yes. We hope and the buffet will come back. One day I went back and they were gone. <gasps> and I didn't know what happened to them. It turned into one of those gastro pubs. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. We have a place around here that has Chinese food. <sighs> <laughs> Not the same. So we started okay. making our own. <laughs> All right. Well, that's how I you come to New York. I don't think I'm going to get what I'm, I really want. But we have we have we have your we have your red lobsters and mm-hmm, there was mm-hmm. a place called Green Turtle. Oh. We have a play red lobster. It's our favorite place. We had a barbecue hey. place. Dave, that did, famous Dave. Famous Dave's. Okay. They brought you your food 
on a garbage lid. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's appetizing. But you know, no. No, they're, they're clean. They're they're clean. clean. I know, I know. <laughs> Just kidding. That's that's their delivery. And oh. I mean, they load you up. I think they got about 25 different sauces, barbecue sauces, oh. brisket. Oh my chicken, God. Rib. Chicken, oh my goodness. ribs. They have everything. Mm. They had everything. the um, giant size. Corn on the cup? Yeah. Oh, yeah, corn on the cup. Oh, I love corn on the cup. You're a good charades player. And I tell people, you know, we had this pandemic 2020. It gave us a lot, of, a lot of reflection and revelation of where you are, what you're going through, and how, when you come out of it, how you're going to handle it. And at the same time, keeping your mental intact. Well, that's the biggest thing. The mental health issues during this year have been, yeah. you know, skyrocketing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. looking at all the various people being hurt and killed mm -hmm. because... Mm -hmm. Someone has lost their way. I, I've also been saddened because a lot of the doctors are not. Uh, there are a lot of doctors leaving the field and wanting to do uh, online oh. type of things instead of physical hands-on stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. We need those. Um, let me ask you, if someone were to just, you know, come to Wilmington and look around, what kinds of activities um, for retirees might they find? Oh, they have a lot. Or even not a retirees, anybody. Or yeah, can give us an idea. They have a lot of things. They have um, theater, you know, people who want to get into theater. They have swim clubs. They have a variety of, you know, different gyms and uh, atmospheres for gym type behavior. Um, One of the biggest things they have here, if you're an outdoors person and you love pets, yeah. plenty of dog parks. Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh, good to know. Huge dog parks. I had a dog at one point. I'd take it there every weekend and spend the whole day with your dog in that park. <laughs> they have a dog park where I met a guy that had a his dog was a mix. I knew the dog now must be about six, seven, weigh about 300 pounds. <laughs> but this dog was a water dog and a rock dog. And they have a, they have a particular dog park where it has a waterfall for the dogs and everything. Wow. Oh my That's so nice. Nice lake for the dog. And it's beautiful. You get to meet a lot of friendly people. You talk about yeah. dogs. Yeah. I met a lot of senior citizens with their dogs. We have the libraries right near us. They oh, have nice. um, parks galore. Okay. They have a lot of senior citizen homes. And not that I'm advocating for senior citizen homes, because I think family should take care of family. I agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. But, this, yeah. This, but, you know, sometimes but family, yeah. they, I mean, this home hired us to do oh, uh, yeah. the music for their prom. Oh, actually, the it was Valentine's oh, wow. Day. No, it was. A, they called it a prom. They called it a prom. I, I love talking to uh, the elderly. Okay. They got so much I knowledge like to, to share. Us, I don't like to say that we're old or they say, how old are you? Mm, I ain't old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm lightly seasoned. Yeah. <laughs> She's like that Boost commercial. She says, um, "Age is just a number, and mine is unlisted." <laughs> oh yes, yes, the commercial. That's yes. a good one. So we went to do uh, the prom for them, and uh, usually when he does events like that, I, I always want to go. We went to uh, the prom. And we before going, we you know prepped ourselves. Okay, what is the age range? And the eldest person there was like a hundred and seven. Yeah. That's great. This person was um, 70 something. Yeah. You had people that were in wheelchairs and you had people that were able to move around, maybe not as fast as the Using others. Using walkers and things and of that nature. Some walkers, mm -hmm. crutches, whatever. So we went into the crates. We went into our cave. We were digging out. I, so I we brought out pulling. things from the 1920s. I was Benny Goodman. Oh, wow. I was oh, Benny wow. Goodman. I was and, playing. Um, oh, that was smart. Got in there. 
Some of the, the now, big I, band like era. I told you a lot how, of the big band era stuff. How there were people in wheelchairs and on crutches, and yeah, he started playing that music, and that memory started kicking in. And then, <gasps> this way, and was, <laughs> but you know, I've, I've realized that's great. Yeah, so cool. Music, music is the great connection that we all have in yes. common. Yeah, yes. international. Yeah, mm-hmm. and put you internationally. And music, a particular song, could put you at a certain place and time in your life. Yes, yes, nice. yes, and give you memories. Bad memories, good memories. <laughs> but it, it'll put you there. And but it'll put you there. There were at least six people that had some type of device to help them walk or they was out of them chairs. <laughs> <laughs> they were dancing. I mean, oh. I played the big band. I played the A-Train. Oh. I played all <laughs> the stuff from yeah. the 30s, 40s, oh, Benny God. Goodman. Oh, I can't even think. I'm getting to the point that I can't remember these artists' names, but everybody from the big band era, 30s, 40s. Oh, they must have had a blast. They, they, did, did. they didn't want us to leave. Nope. Oh, that's great. They to leave. There were a couple of old men that were vying for me to dance with them. <laughs> you go. And I was trying to, you know, make sure I gave everybody equal attention. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the guys was in a wheelchair and he was one of the ones that got up when he got to a song that he liked. And he was just, oh my goodness. I, I was like, I was know, like in shock that he was up yeah. there. Welcome to that place in his life, you know? And I yeah. was so happy to be a part of that with them. Oh, you know? so beautiful. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I have a question about the weather. Is the weather a lot different than it is in New York? Somewhat oh, yeah, milder? You're considered you know, further south. Yes, pretty pretty yes. much. Like right now, <laughs> if it's 79 in New York, it's 82 here. Depends. Sometimes there's times where New York is warmer than here. Okay. But, but I can guarantee you, if it's raining now, look out your window two hours from now, you'll have rain. Okay. okay. <laughs> what about the snow? Do you get I much mean, snow? You, you've been there a few years. Yeah. Usually, <laughs> snowstorms here. I'm not bad. They they last for like a day. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you barely see the snow. By yeah. the end of the week, it's like. Gone. Oh, it's melted it's away. Like, like yeah. D- Delaware is like so small that some weather systems just miss Delaware altogether. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. No, you know what? You um, don't have to do much shoveling, which is the key, you know, which is a, a good thing. But the mm-hmm. thing here, yeah, yeah. um, it's not because two inches plus in Delaware, everything's close. Yeah. Oh, then I used to it. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're not used to it. And no. another thing is that it is not mandatory for you to shovel your sidewalk. Oh, really? Oh, wow. oh you're not liable if someone slips? Mo- most people don't. They walk in the street or they don't go out. True. Because ah. oh, it's such a big deal. <laughs> well, the worst snow that I recall, 2002, we were very new here. And the snow was like maybe three feet tall. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hi. My daughter was barely three feet. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she gets lost. Tried right? to go out. Yeah, and, and yeah. Like, it was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. It was a really bad year that that year. Uh, but that was the worst I had ever seen it. It's not that bad. The fact that we live in this, what they call a subdivision. So mm-hmm. they have a company that'll come in and plow the streets for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know that's part, that's part of part of the HOA homeowners oh. association. So you pay that, and they do a pretty decent job. Yeah, okay. you, you have to pay a fee every month or some some HOAs they, they differ. But they don't they don't pay a driveway, just the streets, right? Just the street. Driveways are driveways your responsibility. There's more good than bad. Really more, yeah. more good than so bad. It sounds like you're glad you moved down there. Yeah. Yeah. I am from, yeah. from New York all those years. Yeah. New York's a great place, and I love New York people, but it's, I'm it's, always it's, love New York. It it's a tough place to live though. Yeah. It's yeah. It's getting a lot tougher. of people. Yeah. It's getting tougher by well, the moment. What they say is too much of anything is no good for you. Yes. Yeah. You know, Brian initially started commuting every day. In the beginning. Oh, my goodness. Did you really? 
Yeah. And killed a few cars in the process. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, but I was younger and I had the energy. But now, not so yeah. much. Yeah. But it yeah. takes him the same time to get from here to the job as some of his workers who live in the state of New York. You're kidding. Yeah. I went, to the Bronx, I went to the Bronx the other day because my sister lives in the Bronx. I went up to the Bronx from the job. An hour and 45 minutes. From Manhattan to the Bronx. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's insane going up north. It's just, well, it's traffic. Sense. It's all traffic. And it doesn't make a, a, a bit of sense that with New York narrowing the streets for the bike, for the bike lanes, yeah. you just killed a lane for cars. Mm-hmm. Then you got your New Yorkers who like to double park. Now you're down to one lane. Speed has been dropped to 25 miles. Right. So not even slower. Years ago. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have a good time driving in New York. She <laughs> She likes to drive. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I worked in New York basically all my life up until this most recent job that, by the way, I gave notice two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, it was yeah, in, she's it, retiring. Right. So the, the job is in Brooklyn. And I've been to this job for about 15 years and I drove all 15 years because it's in uh, downtown, Brooklyn, not far from the Barclays Center. Yeah, I work for a college right by by the uh, down by the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, Atlantic Avenue. OK. Yeah. Atlantic Avenue. And so. Driving in was much better than taking the subway because from where we are, it's local all the way in. But I have to tell you, between driving to my job, which to me anywhere is like at least an hour, whether you take the train, the plane, whatever in New York from another borough, it's an hour. But the minute I left Manhattan, I just I was able to breathe and 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 driving made a big difference because I got a nice little car. Great sound system, Brian. And and I, yeah, and I started listening to podcasts, (laughs) you know, stories and people's lives and all whatever. And I, I really enjoyed it. But you know what? During COVID, we, you know, had the opportunity to work from home. And now when I get into the car driving on the BQE, it's hectic again. So what we're looking for is to kind of get to where you guys are, where we do want to leave here. I mean, as much as New York offers, I think it will be nice to see nature. It will be nice to just be able to walk outside and not feel chaotic and stressed. That's stress. Listen, you can always make it back to New York from here. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Even if you get, like I said, when you find that forever home, Mm -hmm. if you want a house, they have smaller houses. Mm -hmm. They have houses. Smaller, I mean, it's in two bedrooms. Or something like that. If if that's what you're ranch style, is. Rent, yeah, yeah we, ranch don't, style. we don't we don't need a lot. Make it a staycation place, type, yeah. you know. So you'll enjoy mm-hmm. what you have. My next move, I have to get bigger because of our family. However, yes. mm-hmm. I want not only more space, but I need a, a movie theater, a library, bedrooms with Jack and Jill bathroom. Yes, um, <laughs> I need a big yard so they can go back there and play. Heaven right. forbid if we should come across another pandemic. Oh, we got I everything we need. I want a bowling alley. I want a right. basketball court. I <laughs> right. want a tennis court. You ready for that, Brian? Absolutely. <laughs> and I have to tell you, the first thing I really also want is a pool. I want a four foot pool because I want to learn how to you, swim. You don't want a movie? Oh. Like I, well, I want a movie room, too, because I love movies. What was the move like? How many boxes and how long did it take? Wow. It wasn't um, that bad. It wasn't beyond. bad at all. Was it really? Oh, really? We down, you know, downgraded on a lot of stuff. What I would say is, depending on what the item is, you might want to donate to somebody. But yeah. You may not want it and cannot use it, but somebody else. Sure. Might, I believe in that. Yeah. You know, if you got big items that that you really need to sell, sell it and, oh. and use that as part of your moving fund. 
I'm going to tell you one thing that was a pleasure. The guy that sold us his, this house, he left yes. furniture. He left me a lawnmower. He left oh, wow. a dryer, a TV, a dining room table. It was one of those things. He had a situation where he had to sell it and move forward. Oh, good. And you could use all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he left this couch, which was brand new. Yeah. Uh, it was gray in color, which is one of my favorite things. Mm. I like earth tones. And it when it the whole couch could recline. <laughs> oh, I know what they're, they're like. So much so it, it would lay out like it was a king size bed. Like yeah. Oh my goodness. We got on the couch and we decided we was going to put the TV on top of the family room, which is down on the lower level. And we uh, put a TV. Uh, we had a big screen TV. You remember the big bulky ones? Oh yes. yeah, sure, yeah, sure. We had that when we first moved in and uh, we, we leaned back. I think we were like 10 minutes into a movie or something. And the next thing we know it was morning. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. No, really? Oh, that's a good one. Oh my God. That that's like you faint on it, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it, but it is just so comfortable. Every time we attempted to watch something and <laughs> you fall out. <laughs> we wake up and we was in another time zone. And the beautiful thing here, um, the heating is not bad. The home we live in now, we just recently installed solar panels. Oh, oh wow. okay. Good. Good. That's what we want to do. Panels on our home. Mm-hmm. Most homes here come with automatic um uh, central air. Still monopolized by Con Edison. Yes. Well, in Delaware, it's monopolized by Delmarva Power. Their prices for me made me kind of nauseous because it's like you're charging me three, four hundred dollars a month. Gas and electric. When we had the installation done with the solar panels, Mm -hmm. um, they had to drop it. They sent me a bill twice, which I thought was a discrepancy. Wasn't uh, Mm -hmm. proper, but it was like two hundred fifty plus. Okay, so we have solar panels. We shouldn't be getting a bill this high, right? Right. And they wouldn't drop it, so I paid it. And then the next month, they sent me one for two ninety one. So I I paid it. I said, you know what? You'll get yours Monday. <laughs> You'll get yours. <laughs> the thing is, a lot of people are starting to get solar panels. Our bill finally shrunk. The first bill that I reasonable bill I had gotten was $92. Wow. Oh, wow. What a huge difference. This month, you know what my bill was? What? 50? 25? 66. Oh, oh, six, oh but still, still really oh good. my yeah, god. Yeah. Going down because we're not using the heat. The only of thing course. from us is the gas. gas. Yeah. Oh my God. Because ah. ours is a three ours times. A lot, right? Three times. Yeah. It's about one sixty. I think the last bill. Wow. And we have a, we have a little house in Brooklyn. Well, that's electric. Gas is um. I forget. Gas is something else. But okay. Yeah. But even still, it, it's that much less. If you put solar panels on your house, mm-hmm. how big or little it is, it's going yeah. to your value right. you're, 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 you'll be producing 110% and you'll get a, a, a credit on a, your taxes tax, in the right, yeah. oh right depending okay. on state you live in yeah. Year, yeah. yeah we had gotten them in November of last year okay last year we had ours installed they told us 26% uh, percent tax credit I was like oh okay I didn't think much about it until I got my taxes nice <laughs> nice yeah. that's a nice surprise right yeah I would recommend that you do it. It's not about just getting that better refund. It'll increase your property value. And it's better for the environment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a win-win all around. Also get more money for the property and home that you buy here mm-hmm. than you would 
in New York. So let's just say, okay, you have a a two bedroom home. Mm -hmm. You have a two bedroom home and a very small yard in New York. They're going to charge you maybe three, four hundred thousand dollars for that. Right Mm -hmm. here. You might get it for one hundred and twenty five thousand. Wow. Home for that little bit. You might be able to get it for like one. Now, all of the other amenities, like, of course, of course, a place with the solar panels and everything that may increase the value of the property that you buy here over there. Yeah, but you definitely would get a bigger yard. Would get um, well, more, you get more land. Yeah, and and then the square footage of the actual house probably be bigger than you would get for you know that price in New York. I mean, so- Wilmington is definitely on our list. Two of my sisters, you know, I come from a big family. We're all on the East Coast right now, but with our parents being gone, you know, we've got each other, and we have this family text, you know, that goes on all day, twenty four seven kind of thing. And right. two of my sisters have moved to Pennsylvania, and they're close to. They're near Wilmington. They're, they're near Wilmington. Okay, did um, they buy homes or? Yeah, yeah, yes. they bought homes. This was- they do have some beautiful homes that are right across the border from us, but I don't want to mess with Pennsylvania tax. No, 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 yeah. no. That's why. Right, that's why yeah. for us, mm-hmm. we want to do. We want to do We're something like Delaware, Wilmington. Yeah. We're looking at Delaware. So this is why it's so. It was so great that um, Brian agreed to you know come on. This just you guys get ready to come down. Okay. Let us know, and we will definitely be your tour guides. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I love that you're 30 minutes or so um, to the, uh, airport the airport because yeah. one of the things we want to do is travel. Um, you know, growing up poor, we didn't have the money to travel. Now we have a little money. We don't have time to travel. So we want to we want to eventually do a little traveling, have a home base in the States and then go abroad here and there. And, you know, we'll go from there. Well, I'm sending Delaware. you guys some pictures. Um, when you get a chance, you'll be able to see them. I want to uh, see that pool, too. That's exactly what I'm sending you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man, the pool serves so many purposes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go on to, to a pool, but neither of us, neither of us can really swim. <laughs> well, I just like a pool that, not, that you can stand up in the water. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I just want to float. <laughs> yeah, because truth be told, she taught me how to swim. Is that right? She is a mermaid. Oh, wow. You're good. I love to swim. That's like my favorite pastime. Oh. Oh, wow. No, no one's been able to teach me. So, yeah, I've taken well, a lot of lessons and I'm, I'm okay, <laughs> but I still get scared in the deep water. Listen, that you get a pool that you can stand up. In. That's what Gil wants a four footer. Yeah, three, maybe. <laughs> All right, guys. So listen, thank you so right, much yeah, for thank your you time. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful and fruitful. Really, really fun, too. It was very <laughs> thank nice. Thank you so much you. for having us. Yeah. Pleasure. We appreciate yes. the opportunity you afforded us. We can't wait to meet you in person. Yeah. We will have a lot of fun. All right. Great. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a good week. Have a good week. Bye-bye. 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 We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well.